A balloon was reported floating across the United States earlier this month. Actually, it wasn't just a balloon. It was a Chinese spy balloon. Really? All reports from the Chinese say it was a weather balloon. Why would the U.S. not do something sooner if it was something of concern? Actually, this was the Chinese telling the world that the U.S. doesn't have the guts to stand up to China. In fact, as of today, Biden has yet to make a statement to that effect. I've always said that there are three sides to every story. There's her side, his side, and then there's the truth. All we care about is the truth. This is Truth Seekers. I'm Lucas. And I'm Rocky. Enjoy. My first initial thought when I saw this thing flying through the air was that this was just a smokescreen, but that's me being, you know, like kind of a conspiracy theorist kind of guy. And I'm thinking to myself, well, what is this a smokescreen for? What kind of came to mind was a Hunter Biden laptop hearing thing. Maybe this is such a big deal that uh, they needed that big of a distraction to get rid of it. I don't know. But the second thing that really came to mind is that why the heck is Biden doing nothing about this? You know, this is strange. You know, something really should be done. Um, you know, uh, toward the end of the day, I thought people were getting alarmed. I thought that people were trying to figure out what's going on here and, and why isn't anything happening. Um, as that alarm went up, what I noticed in the media was that uh, um, they were trying to push this narrative into like a distraction and that distraction was in the form of you know, whatever about Trump and this is pretty typical I think for the Biden administration I think they do this a lot you know where if there's a bit of disagreement in what Biden is doing he says well Trump did this you know and so now it's not about what he's doing it's about what Trump did and uh, um, this is definitely a diversion technique that they're using all the time. Please, out there, if you're listening, don't fall for this. It's also not about what Trump did. It's whatever Biden does wrong. They always will throw out something that Trump did during his administration or just like they're saying now that, well, this happened three times during Trump's administration. And instead of them recognizing that they did absolutely nothing when they spotted this balloon... They just had to point out right away, well, it happened before. So, yeah, it's a know, smoke screen. It is. You know? it's, yeah. <laughs> it's very frustrating. And I was starting to fall for it myself personally. Oh, I was like, oh my God, this happened during Trump. And the good thing that came out of that was I started looking up stuff, you know, like I could I dig in. And I found the um, article from The Hill that stated that it happened at least three times during the uh, Trump administration and it went undetected. And I'm thinking to myself, come on, is this real? But as I started reading some more stuff, I got some context and I'm thinking to myself, well, did it actually go undetected or did the Defense Department under Trump act as a bunch of cowards and were too afraid to tell Trump, hey, we got a problem here and it's involving China and we're going to have to make a decision as to what we're going to do because um, during the, the Trump administration, General Mark Milley, he admitted that uh, he would call uh, China in advance of any kind of inkling that uh, there might be an attack on China uh, based on anything that Trump was doing. I, you know, there were already reports of that. Um, and... There were also reports that the Defense Department was afraid to tell Trump certain things because they were afraid of what his reaction might be. So I'm thinking to myself, okay, maybe maybe there was something that happened 
and that uh, this was this actually did happen during the Trump administration. And so then I finally came across a Washington Times piece that was talking about how they were using uh, balloons in China for psychological warfare, or that there were studies about using balloons uh, for psychological warfare. I thought that was very interesting because like this is happening right now. This is a story that came out months or years ago. So there is a good possibility that this did happen during the Trump administration. Um, and then there was a Wall Street Journal article that came out just a couple days after uh, the first balloon was, was taken down where they were talking about the, the Chinese spy drones were actually classified as UFOs. And what they were doing in that piece was using the UFO leak which to a lot of people seem really significant. Like, oh my gosh, UFOs are real? There are plenty of people that are into UFOs and always wanted it to be real. But what, the, what was really behind all that was that most of these UFOs that they were declassifying and giving the information on were actually just uh, um, you know, Chinese spy drones. Using the smokescreen once again, you know, the other thing that uh, this article talked about that I thought was actually really important was that ease of use of the government and it, you know they didn't actually specify that this was the biden administration they're just saying that you know the government in general has a very easy way of using lies to promote disinformation just constantly and uh, i don't want to go into it exactly what they were talking about in this um uh piece but you know definitely read the piece when you get a chance we were talking about they said, oh, okay, so we found out that there were three in Trump's administration. And the crazy thing is, is they're talking, it's, oh, it's, it's a Chinese, you know, it's, it's a weather balloon. It's a weather balloon or whatever they're saying. But the funny thing is, is, is here's, its, here's its path. It, it traveled near uh, numerous U.S. military facilities and training areas. It was spotted in Texas, Florida, and Hawaii, as well as the Pacific Ocean. Um, near the island of Guam, where the U.S. has naval and air force bases. So it's got a pretty good trajectory as, yeah. as just a weather balloon. It, it's got its own crazy navigation system, I guess, on board that it can manage to find all these, these naval and, and military sites that the U.S. has. So, you know, yay weather. Um, but the, the balloons are are different where they, they pass by also uh, key missile sites and research facilities. So it's not just weather that that this thing is tracking it's 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 obviously gathering data and the fact that they're saying that the chinese didn't get much data how are we to figure that out because they shot it down all that equipment is it, it's chinese equipment and then they know how to work it i don't know that we know how to work it or that i mean eventually i'm sure we're going to figure out what it said but who's to say that that stuff didn't transmit back to China already and they've got their hands on it so they don't need the balloon anymore. I, I actually heard that uh, in addition to photos and things like that that they took over pretty sensitive areas, you know, silos and things like that, they were actually able to um, capture communication be between folks in the air looking at this thing and people on the ground and in those spaces. So it wasn't just photos that they were taking. They got all the, you know, they basically were able to record everybody's voice and, and ha that were having a conversation about this, you know, on a, on a government level, on a military level. So mm -hmm. yeah, totally pathetic.
Right. And then they also, for them to point out that, you know, these things were seen during the Trump administration, this General Glenn Van Herc, who's, uh, he's the c- commander of the Air Force currently, but at the time, he was the director of the the joint staff in between August 2019 and August 2020, his direct quote is, I will tell you that we did not detect those threats, and that's a domain awareness gap that we have to figure out. So is it we saw them or we were unable to detect them? What's the story? Yeah. Where's the truth? I wish wish we were going to get a straight answer, but I think that uh, if we do, it will be buried in some story a long time from now, and hopefully some super sleuth is able to, to pull it out and, you know, give it to us. Otherwise, no one will ever know exactly what happened. Right. I mean, that's the thing that, that kind of scared me was that nothing was happening and that, you know, there wasn't eventually this alarm that I felt that I thought a lot of other people were feeling went away. And people were like, oh, this is really no big deal. But it was. It was a really big deal. Especially you know? now that multiple balloons have been sighted. Yeah. Not just the one that was taken down. Yeah, exactly. Well, and... In addition to the argument that, uh, you know, this was no big deal, you know, the amount of spying that's going back and forth, no one has any clue, and it's just happening all the time, it's just a way of life. In addition to that argument, I heard somebody say, hey, look, we're in a better position uh, than China is militarily in the sense that we're the Chinese customer. You know, there is a $382.9 billion trade deficit between the U.S. and China. Which means that if there was a problem, we went to war and we stopped buying products from China. <laughs> I know that sounds crazy. Um, that uh, you know they'd basically be losing out on like a massive revenue stream that would probably cripple their economy. You yeah, know? but how crippled would the Americans be with not being able to have exactly. those products yeah. that we so heavily rely upon? Yeah, I mean. It, Plenty of people on the right don't want, uh, they, they complain about government spending and stuff like that. But, you know, when they start talking about, okay, so where are we going to cut? They're like, wait a minute. That's the same is true for getting cheap stuff through Amazon. If we had to, you know, pay $10 for a pack of pens, I think we're going to start going, hmm, I think it was better before. Exactly. Yeah. But uh, the way I kind of think about it, beyond those arguments, which I think are pretty sound, is that no side is uh, thinking that we have one advantage over the other, is that is the average American consumer that big of an influence over China? Or are is the average American consumer really subject to influence? And this is where I'm going with this. I think that the average American is heavily influenced by all kinds of different things. First celebrities, right? You Sorry, know. you couldn't see my eye roll when he said that. <laughs> I mean, take, take, uh, I'm going to give you just two examples. I'm going to bunch one into a kind of a big group and just call them one thing. And that's the Hollywood crowd. The pedophiles. Sorry. (laughs) Freudian slip. I think that's another, uh, podcast, but so we got, we got a group of people that are super wealthy and, and addicted to fame and without China, they would have a really tough time surviving the current, uh, Hollywood market because, it's not the same, you know, we're not packing theaters all the time. It's very select and there's all this uh, streaming going on. And, and so it, they're looking for alternative sources to sell their product to. And, 
And a big portion of that's going to China. And not only that, but more and more, there are Chinese firms that are producing movies so that these guys have actually something to, to act in and to sell themselves. So that's the first example. And those people, that group of people is heavily influential over, over the average American. So if your favorite movie star is soft on being a, a jerk toward China, you may not be a big jerk toward China because so-and-so doesn't think that that's a good idea. Right. You know, when it comes to sports, I think one name to me... LeBron James. <laughs> Definitely, man. I, he has got a bad reputation for never, ever, ever bad-mouthing China. Of course. That's where he's getting his big, fat paycheck. Yeah. We're not diving into... We're not forensic accountants or anything like that. I think it's a very safe argument to say that the guy the guy is uh, soft on China, mm-hmm. you know. But he's a massive influencer as well. Huge. You know, he has, he has a huge audience. So, so we got celebrities. Now we got local politicians, right? To be clear, though. Yeah. Regarding that audience and the audience of a lot of celebrities is they're not necessarily well-educated or educated at all. Yeah. No, I, I, it's, they're very naive or, yeah, I think. Followers. Yeah, they're blind on purpose, you know, exactly. selectively blind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You for know? sure, they have their blinders on. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Absolutely. Uh, you know, a smaller group of people that influence the average American are local politicians. Now get this. Okay. So there are a bunch of these, uh, they're calling them Chinese police stations. You know, they operate in the United States or in all kinds of different countries. And basically what they do is they harass Chinese nationals that are living in the United States. Kind of a big problem because this is definitely definitely against international law but you would think that this is a big story and so all these sovereign governments would this has to end but uh just found out not too long ago that there was a company that was shown to have been supporting these police stations in new york city company named changle who happened to be a pretty large donor to eric adams during uh, his campaign oh my gosh yeah you know, if you're influenced by local politicians, and I'm, I think that Eric Adams is a pretty popular mayor of New York, you know, he certainly is not the hardest on China. Then you got the business guys. If you have ever heard Bill Gates and Fink talk about how, how much they admired totalitarian governments and their ability to regulate economies, and you would know exactly where they stand on China. There is no chance that these guys are going to China and saying, hey man, we're sending the A-team in here and taking you out because you're bad news. No, they think exactly the opposite. Um, So then, (laughs) you know, I got two more groups. Uh, Congress, right? (laughs) So, So we've already been, we've already known at least two congressional offices have been infiltrated we got feinstein's office that got infiltrated and and apparently she had like an aide or something like that that was a chinese national and it was bad news you know and and in all fairness from what i understand feinstein is about as effective as fetterman at this point you know so um not that that matters to the democratic party you know no. like, they 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 elect dead people one less know? puppet they have to control that's exactly right but but swalwell i mean for crying out loud dude the guy had a very illicit affair with uh um, fang fang, you know, <laughs> when you get into a relationship with a Chinese national named fang fang, 
you might want to consider whether or not she's a spy because that's just going to be bad if it is. And of course it was. It was barely bad. But the biggest, the biggest reason why it doesn't matter about trade deficits and, and who's the customer, who's not the customer, it don't really matter because the biggest influencer in this entire thing is Joe Biden. Yep. And, uh, you know, to me, it comes down to a couple things. You know, the biggest part of this is CEFC, which was that conglom- you know, gigantic oil conglomerate that gave them $5 million in interest-free loans that were forgivable. <laughs> I mean, so I've heard some people describe that as $5 million of free money. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty much what it is. Yeah. It sounds like it to me, you know? Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I'm not, I'm not an accountant, but uh, it does seem like that is free money. Right. <laughs> forgivable. Yeah. And then, of course, in 2022, we sold them a crap ton of uh, uh, oil, oil through the uh, reserves. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And we felt it in California. Oh, my God. Yeah, we did. Yeah. We're yeah. feeling it again. Yeah. Well, it really hasn't gone away, you know, like it's. But uh, gas prices are a dollar more a gallon than they were probably two, three months ago. Yeah. Well, and it's only going to get back to, oh, yeah. to being awful again. Yeah. Wait till people want to start taking road trips in the summer. Oh, jeez. And then the, the biggest thing, in my opinion, in addition to those two things, it's all connected to Hunter Biden being this middleman. I hope that one day we are going to be able to see exactly who bought all those paintings in that from that gallery. You know, guys suffering or going to be facing massive amounts of tax penalties and things like that. And, and all of a sudden he's got like a bunch of paintings in a gallery and they're selling for half a million dollars a piece. Um, no one's really identified exactly who those uh, buyers were. Who's the artist? Hunter Biden. Are they like his kindergarten watercolors? That's, from what I understand, art is obviously very subjective, you know, and, and I guess you have to be a pretty subjective artic, artist uh, lover, art lover to, to, to want one of these things. My guess is their taste is all in their mouth. Well, I don't think it had anything to do with... Uh, I know it had nothing to do with art. Yeah. I am not an idiot. To I mean, do. That's why we're doing I, this. I, I'm pretty sure that it wasn't <laughs> a talent. <laughs> I don't think his talent was relative to the price that they were paying. I'm pretty sure that these were basically... Money exchanging hands. Yeah. No, I, I have heard that uh, art sales are a great way to launder money. Absolutely. You know? Who knows if this happens? But yeah, the biggest thing after all of that, and obviously what that's telling me is that we are not safe. Um, China wants to come in and, and launch a balloon, which doesn't seem like that big of a deal. But, you know, we've identified why it was. And the biggest thing is that they're saying to everybody, which I, you know, this is my opinion about it, is that they're basically saying, you, you know, the U.S., you know, as a superpower, is a joke. It's a myth. It's over. China is the, the big dog in town. And we just proved it by these actions. And to put the cherry on top of it, all of a sudden, we got, you know, two or three more balloons that launch right after that. Right. So the, the Biden administration said that that allowing the flight to be extended allowed them to gain additional information about the spy balloon program. Well, here's a quote from our buddy Van Herc again. This gave us the opportunity to assess what they were actually doing, what kind of capabilities existed on the balloon, what kind of transmission capabilities existed. And I think you'll see in the future that the time frame was well worth its value to collect over. First of all, you don't end a sentence in a preposition. (laughs) Just saying. Yeah. Well, yeah. What did we learn? Um, 
it doesn't it doesn't really matter because no one's ever going to tell us what no what we they're not going to tell us yeah yeah like i said to me i think that the reason that we're doing this is because this is scary stuff mm-hmm. you know um it's scary enough for me to want to talk about it and it can be kind of complicated this might be one of the easier subjects that we have to tackle but um yeah but I think that it's important that everybody understand it. So I think that what we want to do is do some homework on it so that we're informed and figure out a way to communicate it to to anybody that's willing to listen to us in a way that makes it easier to understand. Yeah, we just want to get rid of the doublespeak that you're getting from either the press or people in news conferences or your even your evening news who just gives you little snippets and and doesn't go into as much detail and honestly it's just for every joe out there yeah yeah i mean that's basically what we are We're pretty just, much you know average joes um and i think that the only way that we're going to to get through this as a as a country of average Joes is to, to pay attention. I think that it's easy for everybody not to be confused and say, okay, I just don't have time for this. And there's too many other things to worry about. But uh, if we can give you something that'll only take like 20 minutes and easy to digest and enough for you to understand and want to talk to other people about it, then we're doing our job. And make an informed decision the next time you vote. Definitely. So, all right, this was laid down in the background. We had our dog snoring the whole time, but uh, you know, We'll be uh, releasing a new one of these uh, very soon. Okay.